Bienvenido a Furry Pordois. Mm, thank you. That's welcome to Furry for Two in Portuguese. Oh, I to love To welcome it. our friend, Philippe <laughs> Coutinho to Barcelona. <laughs> That's nice of you. Thank yeah. You. How excited are you about him? I'm excited. So we've been away for a while. Yes, we have. Um, there's, we, we went to Israel. It was fun. Mm-hmm. But there's an event that we didn't get to talk about. What's that? What do you think it is? It I think. was the day before we went on our holiday yes, trip it was. to Israel. I believe it was called El, El Clásico. Yeah, where we out? annihilated? Is that a, I think that's a prop per usage of the word annihilated Real Madrid. It was a funny annihilation because, in their own stadium. Because the first 20 minutes especially, Real Madrid saw, was dominant. I, yeah, I love how even though this happened like three, two or three weeks ago, Yeah, I can't. Pass up a chance to gloat about it. I really can. <laughs> can I ask you a question? When you are going to, when you're in bed and going to sleep at night, and you're trying to fall asleep, do you think about the Glasgow? Yeah, and I stay up longer <laughs> because it was so enjoyable. Do you want to give uh, our listeners a brief recap in case they uh, they're three weeks behind the news? Yeah. So we Madrid started out on top after about two minutes. Ronaldo scored. He was caught off sides. He was it was a right. He was far off sides. Um, then. They continued to dominate the first 20 minutes. We still had two of the better chances, but in the first half, both Paulinho <laughs> created by Messi. Uh, the bet, the, you know, the, the highlight of the first half, mm-hmm. Cristiano Ronaldo had a, oh, it was a whiff. wonderful whiff. Mm-hmm. It was rough from like the exact same <laughs> it was spot. Was a rough whiff? Yeah, from the, about the exact same Is spot. Is any whiff not rough? No. From about the exact same spot where Messi scored the same as Bay <laughs> winner last season. Um, so do you think that Messi's uh, greatness cursed that piece of ground for Ronaldo? No, but, but I do think that Messi's greatness haunts Ronaldo. Mm. And would you agree? I, I feel a little bit of an inferiority you know, complex. I have to tell you, Salman, I've always thought that you that you're crazily pro-Messi, crazily anti-Ronaldo. And I agree. View. I've always thought that it was um, unearned, out of proportion, and a little bit nuts. But... It is true. Well, right now, uh, the dynamic between them is is pretty interesting, and Messi's obviously playing much better. But also, Messi doesn't seem to care about Ronaldo. That's exactly right. So, yeah, it reminds me of a, kind a of reminds me of a dog I once knew, Pete. Pete, okay. a dog I loved, who would he just wouldn't have. He had yeah. no love for me and at all. Most dogs love you. Almost all of them, except well, Pete. to be fair, I love most dogs too. That's true. Mm-hmm. But no, the telling. Er, no, but I think the thing that really t- showed the difference was uh, Zinedine Zidane, the Madrid manager, set up his goal- whole game plan uh, to stop Messi. He started Kovacic, and to do that, he benched Isco, who has probably been Madrid- been Madrid's best player this season. He had to stop Messi. While all Valverde was put Sergio Roberto right back, not a natural right back, one on one with Ronaldo, and Messi still came out. On top by miles. Now, let me ask you this. Um, do you blame Zidane for... Uh, I mean, look, um, at the beginning of that match, Real Madrid was down, what, 11, 9 points already? Um, something crazy. Something crazy. <laughs> They've dropped but, points but I mean, since, too. It, it, but, I mean, he, he was treating it almost like, you know... The Super Bowl. I mean, it, yeah. it would uh, if they, they. He knew if he didn't win, he'd be out of the right. league race. So, do you think, in retrospect, that was um, a good or poor coaching decision, or somewhere in between? I think it falls somewhere in between because I truly believe, as and I think correctly, that Lionel Messi is probably the greatest player to ever played the game. I know you do, believe and that. and you have to do what you can to stop him. But is it worth sacrificing your pro- probably again your best player of the season so far in Isco? I don't understand why Isco had to be the one to sit. Tactically, 
they played, I'm trying to remember the formation, it was more of a 4-4-2 diamond. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I can't remember too well, or kind of a 4-4-2. Yeah, it was more of a diamond. And Isco would be at the top of the diamond, pressing, not pressing, no, being the creative spark. Um, but they morphed back into a, I, I can't even remember what it was, it's like a 4-3, it was a weird formation. But he was always going to start Modric and Cruz, who are two of the best midfielders in the world, mm-hmm. and give you that control. Casemiro is always his job to stop Messi and to just kick the living hell out of every, every part of the player <laughs> so I not get a red card in the every game plays in. <laughs> and so then you, you, you're left with Isco, so you've got to play one more midfielder. So he bent to Isco. So um, I, I will say this. It's funny. I mean, every sport, every kind of game, every kind of competition, you know, somebody talks about it being a game of inches or how one yeah. small thing, if it had happened in the opposite direction, everything would be different. Yeah. If Real Madrid had scored in the first half and they had a lot of chances, yeah. you could easily imagine that they would have won. Of they course. were playing, you know, they were playing really, really well, and, mm-hmm. and Barca was on its heels. And yet, Barca withstood. Neuer made some ridiculous <laughs> saves, and no, then he didn't. No, uh, he didn't make any ridiculous. Sorry, he wasn't Neuer. playing. <laughs> sorry, uh, Mats <laughs> made some ridiculous. Mats was, uh, that was a oh. Freudian slip. One German keeper for another. What a football! Um, but he made some ridiculous saves, and then so coming true. out the second half, Barca was just like Madrid was exhausted. Madrid, Madrid was exhausted. Yeah. yeah. Um, and do you want to describe very briefly the scoring? Yeah. So the first goal. Do you remember how it started with Busquets? Oh Busquets took a ball and did like a he did like a triple he a, axel. He did a, like a triple Cruyff turn. It oh was, my uh, god, he's on And then this, a ball out to Rakitic and yeah. Rakitic started running up the middle and, he, and there was nobody around yeah, him. They were like, and you could see him saying, "Holy cow, there's nobody." There were, he just there, ran This there invoked the image in my brain from the famous classico the nil 4 at the Bernabeu. Yeah. Um where like there was no Madrid had no midfield from like our box their box there was no real midfield and it was just pathetic, and no it wasn't as bad in this game but, like there was no one to mark him yeah, and then so he slid it to Sergio Roberto who yes, was, he did. who was uh, he owns that stadium yes he does and who just played it to Suarez who finished yeah. that was a good finish beautiful finish the second goal um it was just a scramble the box we shot it a few times Paulinho headed it at goal it wasn't it made a goal. But Madrid's second keeper, uh, Danny Carvajal, <laughs> seemed to bat it away with his hand. Great yes, red did. card. <laughs> uh, Messi converted the penalty and had another great Bernabeu celebration, blowing a kiss to the fans. Can I just say, I don't understand this rule in soccer, a- a.k.a. football. Right, how it's not a penalty, uh, not a yeah. goal. If I, kick, if I kick the ball and it's going in the goal and you throw up your hand, and you're not the keeper, you throw up your hand to get an intentional handball. Yeah. You get a red card and an ejection, and I get a penalty kick. But in this case, the ball went in the goal. It's Why weird. should the goal not be allowed? I think that's a grotesque. Uh... I think in this case, it makes sense. Why? Because it would have been Paulinho scored it, <laughs> who's naturally the greatest player to ever play the game. And they didn't want to make it too unfair for him. They wanted a mere mortal who's an average, decent footballer like Lionel Messi to get a penalty. <laughs> Can I just say, uh, Paulinho is X, how many, how many times better? Than you anticipated, two or three. Yeah, that's a lot. I, I think he's not even that good. He just he had, there. Mm, you I, say that, but that's like saying that like uh, he's good. That's like saying, I want to well, say I, the I Patriots say, aren't really that good. It's yeah. just that they win all the time. Yeah, I want. Well, I'm, I'm gonna keep saying this. I was 110 percent against the signing. I would deny that. You were like 112 percent. Okay, 
But unlike many other Bears fans, I did not believe he's a poor footballer. I just thought he was. He I didn't think he was good enough for us. So I'll say that. But I've always liked. I was a big fan of his when he signed for Spurs. I just. I am. I'm. Yeah, but and I were, admit, I'm completely wrong. But you were saying like, oh, if he can't play, if he can't do contribute X Y Z on Spurs, and what the hell is he? Yeah. Then he goes to China. What's yeah. he going to possibly no, do for he's Barca? He's proved us wrong. But no, I want to talk about someone. Can again. I say one thing about that yeah. though? Again, I know almost nothing about football, but I watch him and I enjoy. Yeah. You know, obviously, I enjoy the game watching with you, etc. There's a rapport between Messi and Messi him. and Paulinho love each other. They love each Messi other. Messi apparently helped make the move happen. Well, I have no, I have no trouble believing that. And I think there's, it's just interesting because as much as you can analyze something, a sport, politics, yeah, the world generally, according to like you know, uh, what measurable, you want to believe is part of it. Yeah, what you want to believe, but also like you know, let's say something like in soccer skill, like Paulinho may not be as skilled as the people that you wanted uh, at that time, yeah. but man, oh man, there seems to be a lot to be said for I think chemistry, his, yeah, friendship, his, trust, yeah. etc. That actually, that reminds me. Tweeted today is a picture. It's it showed um is showed said like Bus gets abusing or hurting Debelli in training as a joke and it showed him like tickling him on the ground and all the Barca players around him laughing um, and it shows like you need that quality you need besides quality you need that intent those intangible you need friendship and trust and a bond to win. It's one thing that I have to say makes Barca fun to support. They really care about each other. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure most teams do. Yeah, but you can I'd really like tell think. in Barca. Yeah, yeah. but let's, I want to go back to before. I, we did not plan to talk about Clasico this much, <laughs> but there is one more person who I don't think we've talked about enough. Who's that? King Lionel Messi. Yeah. People say he didn't play a good game. I just want to few, throw a few stats out there. Two mainly, he made more dribbles. Than the whole Madrid squad combined. What does that statistic mean? Made more dribbles. He what does that successfully actually? dribbled past ah. an opponent more time than okay. anyone at home. So that's what a Madrid dribble is, going home. past someone while yeah. possessing the ball. Yeah. Okay. Um, and the biggest one is he created in this game more chances, more real goal scoring chances anyone has in a La Liga game this season. Really? He and he yes he scored a penalty, but he also a, a, a goal the Bernabeu. Penalty, you know, I don't like to hype penalties that much, but the penalty that Bernabeu isn't the easiest thing to do, still is only a penalty. Mm-hmm. And, but he did assist a goal with one boot, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah, his boot fell off. And yeah, he's saving the ball over there on the. Yeah, sideline. which did go out, but I think mm-hmm. um, that was an amazing play. And he, he was unbelievable. People, he, we're just so used to seeing him be so extraordinary that when he's a little less extraordinary, it's, it seems normal, but it's not. Mm hmm. But let's move on to our recap of 2017. Ooh, exciting. So we're going to start with the best 11. This is my very pretty unbiased thing, actually. I did pretty well not be biased. Let's hear it. The keeper was Davi De Gea. Okay. I almost chose Ter Stegen. I didn't. Left back, I but wanted... But you have been whispering lately that you think Ter Stegen is the best keeper in the world. I think it's, I still think it's De Gea. I think it's... Ter Stegen is a number. Is the do you see enough of other keepers and other teams to I compare do. them well to I think Ter Stegen so. right now? I say so. Okay, all right. Left backs, Marcelo. It's uh, close to choosing Alba. So proud of you. I love that Marcelo. Alba, I th- in this season, it's been Alba. But this year, the, the 2017 year, yeah, Al- Alba's having a beautifully. Um, Be- it's because uh, Ney's it? gone. Yeah, is beautiful. that right? Yeah, he's, he's just himself. a renaissance. He hated Luis Enrique, too. Uh, he hated him yeah. so much, and he's very happy yeah. about that. Marcelo did not have a great Clasico, I have to say. Marcelo, um, he was called, he says something that is not. 
that is pretty explicit. So I'm not going to say it here. It's pretty what? Explicit. Uh, but it's about how poor Madrid's whisper it to me? I'll, I'll tell you later. Thanks. But it's about how poor Madrid's been, how down they are. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's yeah. funny. Uh, center back, I said MTD. People are going wow. I'm not saying he's like this, one of the two best center backs in the world, but on form this year, he's unbelievable. Yeah, I've... I don't know if I've seen anyone better than him except this one guy in Atletico Madrid, Diego Godin, who I think still thinks he's the best center back in the world. Mm-hmm. Right back, I almost went for Danny Alves. Now I think about it, I probably should have, but I went for Danny Carvajal in Madrid. Mm-hmm. Consistent. He missed a little bit of time with a regular heartbeat. So I heartbeat. like that you, you hate Carvajal. I hate him. He's disgusting. Uh, so I really I've gained some your, respect and, and, and Marcelo, you know, I know you like Marcelo, but you hate I, Real I don't Madrid. like him. I like him as a player, but I like him as a person because he's a cheat. But cheat, I really cheat. appreciate you're putting uh, two of the first five of your best 11 are yeah. from Real Madrid. That does show a little bit of maturity. Uh, midfield? Yeah. I, I want, there are a lot of players I want to get here, so I went to a... Like a four-two-two-two formation. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> midfield is Busquets and Modric. I thought they Busquets, were Busquets, really. Yeah, people. He's probably he. He's unbelievable. The best defensive midfielder in the world, maybe the best midfielder in the world. And uh, I know you and a lot of people say he's underrated. Obviously, yeah. you're not underrating him here. Yeah. What is it about him that makes him not stand out as a attention getter? So much of what he does. That's amazing is without the ball, the way he, way he reads the game, positions himself to allow other teammates to rake runs. And another part of it is what he does with the ball doesn't seem amazing. Like It doesn't seem amazing. Saw, but it is. you remember that Cruyff turn he did? I do. I, <clears throat> I didn't even, I barely realized it went live. Yeah, yeah, I only yeah. saw it in the replays. It's funny. His, and, he, he makes almost no, it feels like his passes never get off the ground. He's yeah. a ground passer. He doesn't do yeah. any of those. He's, he's very not, you know who reminds me of Pep Guardiola? He was a lot like Pep Guardiola, who actually is the one who realized his potential and caught him up from the B team. Is that right? Yeah, that was Pep. Hmm. Um, You're full of good information, aren't thank you? Thank you. Only footy. Uh-huh. But that's good. Um <laughs> Another big thing was. Do you um, want your life to be in footy? Seriously, I'd like, like it. I'd love it. Yeah. Do you? Footy do, can you look five, ten years down the road? What do you see yourself doing? I'm not sure, but I think I could definitely see it being in football for sure. What would it be ideally? Ideally, not in five, ten. Years. My my dream job is a director of football at FC Barcelona. Whoa! But that's pretty rough. Setting pretty the hard. sights pretty Maybe. low there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I could see myself being a journalist. How's your Catalan sure. coming along? Actually, I was talking with mom about that. Um. I want, I want the, through the painting I can take, or not, you know, not, not the painting, I can take Catalan classes at the Catalan Institute of America, which is based in Midtown, New York. I think so that's I a good idea. Yeah. Especially because of my school, which will not be named. There's, I love my Spanish teacher, but it's hard to learn Spanish in a big class of a lot mm, of kids. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right, let's hear the rest of your 11. Um, we're not done about Busquets, though, uh, with Busquets. Uh, one play that really stood out to me was a few weeks or a month ago. Was um, someone like we were playing? I don't remember who. Someone took a shot on the other team, and it bounced out to him. It like five feet from his own goal. Most players would boot the ball there, just mm-hmm. boot it. And what he does is he mm. fakes out a player, spins around, <laughs> plays an easy pass, yeah. seemingly easy pass, and starts a counterattack. Yeah. He's, he's just so subtle with everything. Yeah. It's unbelievable. He does seem to move like he he is um, as Simon Cooper pointed out to us. 
he's like the least athletic athlete you've ever seen. Exactly, exactly. And he seems to move slowly and kind of deliberately, but man, he doesn't, he doesn't lose look, the ball. He doesn't look like an athlete. He's he never loses lanky. the ball. Yeah. He takes the ball away a lot. He's yeah. always in the passing lane. Yeah. It's remarkable. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Reminds me of Fifi a little bit, our yeah. dog. Yeah. And she, always in the she passing lane. She looks very lane. athletic right now. Yeah, Try to get a picture from her and post it as a footy for two? Later. Like, yeah. Later. Yeah, yeah. I meant right now, she doesn't care about her podcast, so she looks pretty sleepy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, other one is Modric, who's been unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, the two wide men are Neymar mm-hmm. and Lionel Messi up front. Ronaldo and it's got to be Harry Kane. Harry he, Kane. he scored more goals than anyone this calendar year, except maybe Messi. I keep forgetting who had more. So um, this is your best eleven of 2017: is David de Gea, Marcelo, Umtiti, Godin, Carvajal, Busquets, Modric, Neymar, Messi, Ronaldo, and Kane. So there are. Th- Three Real Madrid players. Marcelo. Three. Carvajal. Uh, two only. No, there are four Madrid. Uh, Marcelo, Carvajal, oh, Modric. Modric yeah. Are there. Uh, and uh, only two. Uh, sorry, three Barcelona players. Not counting Ney. Yeah. Right. Not counting was. Ney. One PSG, Neymar. A Tottenham. Uh, <laughs> a Spurs. A United and, and an Atletico. Yeah. Um, so you're saying that Man City. Which is the most dominant team in the world at the moment? Barcelona is the most dominant team in the world, I'd say. So you're saying that Man City, which is among the most dominant teams in the world at the moment, doesn't uh, rate a player in the best eleven of 2017? I was very close to putting in both De Bruyne and Silva, but I think Modric has been more consistent, and in the end, he won more silverware with this team. So, uh, and same goes for Silva. The reason why I didn't put him in, and also part of it, they have so many individual amazing players. But most of them have been mainly amazing in this season, not the whole year. Persuade me that your La Liga heavy uh, lineup here of best 11 isn't a product of your watching a lot of La Liga because of your Barca fandom. Marcelo, I think he's left best left back in the world. That's pretty clear. I think most people would agree with that. Umtiti, that's biased mm-hmm. because I watch him so much. But I think watching him so much enables me to realize just how amazing he is. Mm-hmm. Godin, a lot of people say he's the best center back in the world. Same for Carvajal, right back. But you don't have a single player in here from Bundesliga. You've nobody from Serie A, which okay, maybe okay. the only the only league un is. I was close to putting Lewandowski, but he mm-hmm. didn't play this year. Mm-hmm. Neuer was injured too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're standing by your results. La Liga is the best league in the world. I really says most, who. Says most people, I yeah. say. Okay. Um, best player. Oh, this is, we're moving on now. Yeah. That best was the best player. Eleven. Best player, I'm going to say. I'm going to say it is Alexander Ring. From NYCFC, the Finn who can't finish. <laughs> it's got to be messy. Got to no be messy. need to talk about it, really. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you because you've already been talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Br- biggest breakthrough easily goes to Kylian Mbappe. Uh, he was unknown, and then he was very known. And now, what's his future? What's his near future? He's at PSG on loan from Monaco, so they can get it on FFP, Financial Fair Play. The move will officially go through for £180 million pounds, um, this wow. summer. What kind of World Cup do you think he'll have? Did he not play in the Euros? No one knew he was in the Euros. Really? Like, that, literally that no, recently. One had, no one had heard of him. He was not on the squad? I don't know if he was in their under-19 squad then. Wow. No one, no. He hadn't played for, he hey, hadn't played for Monaco, his first team. Wow. No one knew him. Hey, what happened to our good friend um, Renato Sanchez? Was that his name? Oof, he's falling. He had a poor season at Bayern last year. Uh, he didn't get to play that much. Now he's on loan. Did I tell you where? No. Swansea City. 
No kidding. Well, I think he's doing fine, but he he could still make it. He's still a great player. He was so much fun in the Euros. Yeah, I, I told you about him before. Yes, he's you did. All right, so your biggest breakthrough player is Kylian Mbappe. Yeah. It's um, disappointment. This is hard. I chose Manuel Neuer. Wow. Not even because he played so poorly. It's because he missed so much through injury. A, play, a guy who, a year, two, I think two years ago, maybe three, I think three years ago, was on the Ballon d'Or podium, barely played. Mm. And I'm starting to think maybe this wasn't the best choice. I could have someone else. How about Andrea Pirlo? Once you're in the MLS, you don't qualify for any of these awards. <laughs> But he really had an. That was such an anticlimax to his career. Yeah. He just barely played. When he played, he looked. I love David. Boy, oh boy, Villa oh is so God. impressive. And we have him for one more year. Yeah, right? well, we'll this will probably it, be yeah. it. Can Maybe you believe that? Be, yeah. Can you believe he will have played four years in New York City? Though he's dedicated. And also, I mean, he's playing at a very high level. I mean, again, yeah. MLS level. Yeah. And the best team, Real Madrid. Oh, the, they won five trophies. Always not two. All right, I appreciate best coach, your uh, because I, of that. Is Zinedine Zidane the biggest storyline? I think had to be the Neymar transfer. Um, that was huge. The best individual performance, uh, counting taking into account stage difficulty, I thought was Messi versus Ecuador. Uh, A hat trick to drag your team single handedly to the World Cup is pretty mm-hmm, pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, best. Game was Barca being PSG six one. There's, there's really no way around that. Even second, even for a neutral, second leg of champions. Would you agree? Yeah. Uh, I don't know enough to say, yes, but it was do. remarkable. The best sign this year has been for thirty seven million pounds. Mohamed Salah uh. Uh, going to um, Liverpool from Chelsea. Uh, Liverpool from Roma, mm-hmm. where he'd been in Chelsea before, where we saw his first, maybe only league goal for them. Six nil win over Arsenal yeah. on the bridge. And how's he doing now? He's the best signing of the year, so he's doing pretty well. Uh-huh. He's doing well, pretty well. He's I know scoring he's... and scoring and scoring. Uh-huh. Um, and now I'd say he's Liverpool's best player. Okay, so now I'm... because you know who they don't have anymore. They don't have Philippe Coutinho anymore. Do who they? has come to Barcelona and just if you guys have seen my Twitter, in case you haven't, there's an either. Philippe Coutinho is coming to Barcelona. Yeah, and there's nothing Liverpool fans can do about it. <laughs> why? Now, why is that the way that you and others are saying it? Because Liverpool. Why are you rubbing it I, in? Let me just say, first of all, why aren't you I, I being love, grateful to the? I love and respect Liverpool fans. I think that some, that a large part of them are some of the best, most dedicated, knowledgeable fans in sports. Mm-hmm. But just the, the IQ level of football Twitter in general, no two team is just so it's just so low. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People just say some crazy stuff, and they they were very upset. I retweeted a video that I just saw you later of a guy threatening Barcelona, a Liverpool fan. <laughs> <laughs> Threatening like to do what? To kill the club? He said he himself is going to report the board to FIFA. Oh. He himself. To FIFA? To FIFA. Uh, I'm not oh, scared of FIFA. Look at her. I'm scared of her. Yeah. It was pretty hysterical. Yeah. Um, we're tired. So let's, you know what? We don't really like you guys. We're just going to end now, right? No. I'm kidding. We love you guys. <laughs> so. I'm kidding. Let's do our predictions for you're 2018. Such a, you're such a 17-year-old I'm such sometime. a jerk. Uh, predictions 2017, best okay. 11. Yep. I'm going to keep the hand goal. I wow. You're not promoting uh, Ter Stegen yet. I, I'm, kind of, I'm thinking about that already. Okay. Left back, Alba's going to take over. Wow. Really? Yeah. Marcel's that, been so That poor. is back from the dead because last year you would have put Alba in like the. I never disliked him. I just no, I'm not about, saying you disliked I, I have a Jordi Alba jersey. I know. Well, but. Yeah. I have a dog. Yeah, you do. Good job. <laughs> Umti is going to keep his place in the 11 alongside Mr. Rafael Veron, who huh. coming for Godin, mm-hmm. Real Madrid, who, um, spoiler, he's our only Real Madrid representation. Uh, we're going to a 4-3-3 with um, Busquets. St- 
Keeping wow. midfield. Yeah. Uh, Iniesta coming back. Iniesta comes back at age 424. On his day, he's still arguably the best midfielder. I'm not in the saying world. that, but I'm surprised that you wouldn't have him in the 11 last year and you would have him this guy. Because he wasn't as good this year. Because he, he, I think he, was, he played too much. I think having Coutinho there and possibly another midfielder coming will give him much more time. Mm hmm. To, well, less time to play, but when he plays, it'll be unbelievable. I do think your I do think your Barcenas may be showing a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, it now. is. Okay, alongside Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, um, in midfield, Neymar. He's Messi. had an amazing season, hasn't he? he? Has Neymar now, why, again? Why did he not make it for 2017 for your best selection? He didn't win silverware, which is the only thing. Most Barca players only won the Barca only won the Copa. Yeah, but um, he also was good, but not as amazing in the first half of mm-hmm. the year. More this season, okay. he really lit up. All right, so you've thought about it. Um, yeah. Neymar and Messi are the wide men in the um, in the attack, and up front it's not Ronaldo, it's Harry Kane. Who I think wow. I start to think he's the best striker in the world, wow. potentially over Suarez. So I have to say, player. if I were a Real Madrid fan right now, I'm saying I'm who not surprised. Is this idiot punk, idiot kid Solomon who says that for 2018 the best scorer basically in the world is not Ronaldo? Who said Cristiano Ronaldo is the best scorer in the world? Who said that? That's n- not a fact. That's fake news. Best player, Lionel Messi. I just can get over with him. That's not next up. Biggest disappointment, Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> so your prediction for 2018. So so basically, you've been sandbagging me. You've been no no you've look. Been, you've been uh, putting all these Real Madrid players in your earlier awards, and you've been uh, being very Can't dignified okay, okay. and and. Uh, and complimentary toward them, and now you're bringing the heat by saying that your prediction for the biggest disappointment of 2018, which is 10 days underway, will be Christian Let me say one thing. I'm not saying it's going to be terrible. I'm saying that for his perceived ability as possibly the best player in the world, he won't perform. He has the lowest conversion rate of any player in La Liga this season. He's scored 2% of his shots. Well, he's got to work on that then, doesn't he? Yes. Do, uh, do you have a, a breakthrough player for this season? I have two. Who do you have? I, there's two guys I couldn't choose between. Mm-hmm. Both of them play for Ajax. Both mm-hmm. of them I'm a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. One of them is named David Neres. Mm-hmm. The other one is named Frankie de Jong. Um, they're unbelievable. Okay. Ajax what is kind just, of players are they? David Neres is a Brazilian uh, winger who I th- I think he has like nine goals, eight assists already in year to visit here. It's unbelievable. Frankie de Jong is a midfielder. He's a rise of a hybrid of Busquets and Iniesta. And ha- have you seen him play much or just I, read about him? I've both I've seen a, I've seen a fair amount of them of yeah. playing of both of them. Okay. I, I can't speak really. And do you uh Ajax is the kind of club that in the old, old, old days was kind of one of the top, but now they're yeah. more of a farm Barca club is for mo- Barca is modeled after Ajax. Yeah. Johan Cruyff bar over the principle of total football and the Academy. So we have a huge link to them. Also right. he's our the are the biggest legend in both clubs. But it's hard now for Ajax to maintain their best young players, I assume? Yeah, I think they probably have the best young squad in Europe right now. These two guys, Donny Van de Beek and Midfield. They hey, are, do you think we saw those guys play when we visited young Ajax? I told you about this. Um, Neres, I don't think he was there yet. I yeah. think he was, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I think he may have come from a Brazilian club. I'm not sure, so I'll look that up later. I think we may have seen De Jong. We may have seen De Ligt, who's one of their amazing young, young mid young. Center back, so I'd kill for at Barcelona or Bay Link Tim. We're about to sign Yerry Mina at center back. Fun fact that rhymes. Um, but yeah, we could have seen De Young, we could have seen De Ligt, we could have seen De Van, Van de Beek, 
because you know, a lot of people have duh in their name. <laughs> that was uh, three winters ago when we vacationed in Amsterdam. I believe so. They could have been there. Christmas holiday, yeah. And we watched, uh, Ajax was not playing, but Young Ajax was. Young, yeah. In a small stadium right next to the big one. And we went and it was... Uh, yeah. there. How many people were in the stands there, would you say? A couple hundred. A couple hundred. Well, back thinking about it now, it was, pretty, it was pretty cool to be there. And inside, right by where Johan Cruyff graced the arena. Yeah. Which I think has now been named for him. You know, it would have been neat if we'd been making footy for two back then. That would have been a fun, been fun. Uh, episode to talk Speaking about. Speaking of that, we, we, oh, sorry, we didn't talk about this. We went to a football match in Jerusalem. We, we did. We went to Jerusalem. It was really fun. It was, yeah. a, it was a good game. It was a good game. But what we learned is that Beitar... I knew. I told you. I knew that this. That there are very... Their right fan wing, base is very right-wing right racist. Yeah. yeah, and that was very uncomfortable. I mean, we... Yeah. we uh, it was the one game that our, our cousin took us, and he's he told the greatest us, guy, greatest guy. And he supports. I, uh, I think he supports. Pit- oh no, Rishon Litzion, oh. uh, which is a second division club. Yeah, and maybe Beersheba because. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he went to college there. Yeah, yeah. He gave me some stuff. Thank you for that. Exactly. Uh, so, but sure. anyway, we saw um, Betar Yerushalayim play Petak Tikva. Right? Yeah. And it was a one nil. It was an exciting match, uh, <laughs> but we did learn that the uh, the fan base is uh, pretty what, right wing, pretty right wing, and uh, pretty nasty. Yeah, uh, but, but they were passionate about the team. They, they loved the team, which we'll give them. They were. We sat on the other side, so it was no. There were no. Yeah, visiting I have some fans. videos I could post. For you you should do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, but the quality of the football. How would you rate? About a little lower than MLS. Lower than MLS, lower you think? Than MLS. Yeah, yeah. MLS is top seven, eight leagues in the world. Mm-hmm. We were um, going through this the other day, right? Yeah. Who, who's okay? Let's top say, ten, maybe we'll say whatever number they are. Which league are they just ahead of? MLS. Yeah. They're in the Mexican league. Really? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I want to go back to David Neres and Frank De Jong. Please. David Neres, he's just an exciting wing player. He is, has unlimited potential. As is De Jong, who I who I who's a real Barca style player. I think Ajax, like I said, they have so many. They have Casper Dolberg. They have the. If this team was say they weren't torn apart, which they obviously will be within a year or two or less, they could go on to win a Champions League. I think that's wow. how wow. impressive their young talent. So is. how come uh, there's never been some really rich guy that comes and says, "I want Ajax to." Ajax may be fan owned. I'm not sure. Hmm. I might be completely wrong, but but it sounds like it sounds like they have the caliber to not only win their league. What's their league called? Era Era Divise. They haven't won it, and that they they've dominated. But I think Feyenoord and PSV Eindhoven winning it recently. I'm just thinking, as global as football is with TV revenues and so on, it's strange for a a league that's that uh, you know good, generally good, to not end in Europe and. Can play in the Champions League to not be attracting uh, more attention money. No, yeah, it is. maybe you should work I, I hard, save a few billion dollars, yeah. take them over. Yeah, maybe. Okay, best teams because it's the World Cup. You're going for two teams. Yep. club and country. Clubs got to be Barcelona. I'm feeling good. Big surprise. Yeah, country. country? I guess. Let me Brazil. guess. Finland. Brazil. I Iceland. Think, therefore, I think the best coaches will be Ernesto Valverde of Barcelona and Tite of Brazil. Okay. The biggest storyline I am thinking will be Brazil defeats Argentina in the World Cup final. Wow. And the Ballon d'Or will go to the one, the only, King Lionel Messi. Mm. 
It, it, well, that would depend on the trophies Barcelona win if my prediction about the World Cup comes true because then it would really be down to him and Neymar. Mm-hmm. Or Paulinho for Brazil. <laughs> or Coutinho. <laughs> Hello, Coutinho. Um, Welcome home. Are you happy to have some Brazilians back on Barca? I am. Because I feel like they were missing a little bit of that Brazilian pep. Yeah, we're about to get a Colombian in Yarimina who... I, I've showed you the videos of him dancing. He's a Brazilian at heart. Mm. He wants his pants went so down in the game a little bit. It was pretty mm-hmm. funny. And he mm-hmm. celebrated scoring after. He's a center back who scores goals like a center forward. It's mm. pretty exciting. Well, here's what I'll say. I'm so happy you finally got Philip Coutinho. No, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Lino Messi left Real Madrid black and blue. It's not, not for everyone. It's, it's for the <laughs> Nice talking to you, brother.